In this podcast, we review pilot episodes of popular TV shows with a dose of shenanigans along the way. I'm Baden. I'm Dave. And this week, we're reviewing Police Squad. So sit back, relax, and don't blame the pilot. Don't blame the Just before we get into the podcast, David, I just want to wish you a happy um, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to be like two weeks late on my birthday, though. But yeah. I didn't know where you were going with that. Um, but- uh, yeah, as everyone can probably tell, we, we recorded this um, last night. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I guess off the bat, what's your, um, what's, your, what's your worst, the best Star Wars film ranked? Oh. Go. Off the top of your head. No okay, uh, Last Jedi to um, so so Empire. Last Jedi, the Last Jedi is your worst film. It's my least favorite one. Yeah, really? What the <laughs> fuck? It's my own fault. You've got it. It's all. It's all due to experience, isn't it? Like the the going to the again. It was this was when I worked. This is when I worked at the cinema, and I got like you know like great seats. You know, I had like the whole private booth. You know, right. to myself, and I was like, "This is gonna be sick." I had a beer, and I was thinking, like, just you know, from just the sheer like joy that was the Force Awakens. I don't care what anybody says. You all enjoyed it when it came out, all right? Can't change your the Force Awakens mind. is mint. Like, let's yeah. be honest with ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So what? It might, it might be. It might have been a copy, but it's still class, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this, what's wrong? Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with that, right? And um, I just couldn't like. I was getting really annoyed that. Uh, I wasn't enjoying it, and I got really. Um, I was with my girlfriend. She turned around to me and she went, "This isn't very good." And I was so f- annoyed at her for saying that because it just solidified the fact that it was a shit film, you know. And then there was no way around it, and I was just stuck. I was just stuck there, like I was on ketamine. I just couldn't get out of it. <laughs> yeah, because like, I asked this question on Instagram, and if a lot of people said the Last Jedi, and I'm like, really? Are, are, are we are we judging this? Are we judging this objectively, or just your own personal? <laughs> Because, you know, we we enjoy the prequels for how crap they are, but that's kind of part of the fun, but they're not good films. Right, well, okay, the, to put it in perspective, people say The Phantom Menace is the worst prequel film, right? It's not. Well, exactly. But they say it is, right? Yeah. That's because that was the first... It was the first one to do it. The first one to do yeah. it that fucking failed and flopped, you know what I mean? Like, and, But oh, people didn't like it, it didn't flop, but it people didn't like it right so the expectations were already very low at that point Mm. you know and then um that's why attack of the clones and revenge of the sith totally got away with being shit but and it's the same with the last jedi because the with really strong uh, rogue one really strong first film yeah yeah and then rogue one did it rogue one happened and then (laughs) um but it looked amazing can't take that away from it. It, 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 looked, it, it was fair. like Rogue One looked great, but yeah, because it was voted recently that Rogue One was the best out of the new films, which I completely <laughs> fucking disagree with. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you're right. It, it looks great, and, and that third act is just sick. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, it's just really bland. I heard a really characters. Yeah, I heard a really good point about that fucking film, Rogue One. You know, when the um, the Imperial Star Destroyer is in atmosphere, right? Yeah. So, why if it can go in atmosphere, then that ruins all the original films because the whole Hoth battle would have been completely different. 
because they wouldn't have even needed the walkers. They could have just brought the Imperial starships into into the atmosphere and just fucking mowed them down there. Because that was the point of the AT-80s, wasn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah, because the, the big ships couldn't go in, in the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So... Yeah, it's fucking Star Wars. It's riddled with plot holes. Yeah, it's bollocks. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. So, um, and I'm only saying Empire, but it probably is Empire. It's everybody's favourite, isn't it, really? Yeah, but what's your personal favourite? <laughs> I'll have to stick with that, yeah. Okay. I think for me it's Attack of the Clones and then Best is uh, New Hope. Mm. I absolutely adored The Force Awakens It blew my mind Yeah I did It's, it's up there in my top Three Actually yeah. Fuck Return of the Jedi <laughs> Oh I, li- I like Return of the Jedi uh, it's, it's okay Oh it's good man I think it's only gotten hit recently Hasn't it Because um, everyone Everyone loves the prequels now Don't they Yeah they do Can't, can't get enough of them mm. now. Well yeah. I, I always liked The Phantom Menace Always I did. did as well. Why not? Yeah, me so. <laughs> so me, me, <laughs> me yeah, so. Okay. Always like I know I can't even, can't even do it with. Can't even bring face. yourself to it. Little Annie. Annie. I think every time on Rocket League we bring out a Phantom Menace quote. But yeah, um, um, <laughs> hello. Yeah. May the fourth people if you do. Is, no, uh, you. I, I, I guess we'll crack on with some news. Uh, we've got a few trailers coming out. I'll just rattle these off. Who fucking cares? Uh, Luke, uh, the new Pixar film has got a new trailer. Rick and Morty, it's got a new trailer. Yeah. And uh, the Marvel Fizz Four release dates have been announced. Do, do you give a shit, David? No. Okay, so I wouldn't bother. I, I guess uh, <laughs> other people might though. A lot of people other people do. might. All right, people, so, people um, tuned in for One Division for our, yeah. So yeah. fair enough. So there's a, there's obviously all their TV nonsense, but the main ones then Black Widow's coming out in July, Eternals this November, mm-hmm. um, which has Angelina Jolie in, um, Spider Man Three, No Way Home, December seventeenth, kind of like twenty twenty one. But the I, thing about Spider Man Three, No Way Home is because um, it's alluding to it's going to be like a different di- like different dimension. Like Tobey Maguire is going to be at Andrew Garfield, and Andrew Garfield's been pushed to death if he's in it, and you can tell he's lying, but he's he's going like, oh no, I'm definitely not in it. Stop t- stop asking me, guys. Yeah. Even though the, even though the questions are pre made, anyways. But uh, well, Jimmy Fox is in it, isn't he? So doesn't that give away? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Like, well, well they, they picked the wankiest villain, didn't they? <laughs> to, to be the Andrew Garfield. Then again, he didn't really have any good villains, so fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Thor, Love and Thunder. And then Black Panther, Wakanda Forever in uh, 2022. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, whatever. Quantum Mania, who gives a shit. Uh, Guardians of Galaxy, Volume 3, May 5th, 2023. So, uh, yeah, and, and a lot of other nonsense. Great, so that's the Marvel thing out of the way. Because we do not care. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess some um, British news. Um, everyone's been talking of um, is Line of Duty. Yeah, what the fuck? I keep hearing Even, it on the radio. Like, I was, was at work, really I was at work today. by this last episode. Yes, I, I was speaking to... Um, uh, I was speaking to Reese. Hello, Reese. By the way, he, he does listen to the podcast, and uh, he uh, he said it was absolutely terrible. He says you just just watch up to that moment, and then that's it. But I didn't. I thought this was only like two seasons long. I thought it, just, it was a it's brand like new show. Eight it's been, seasons? It's been, no, it's six seasons. I six think. seasons. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, but the, the, but the finale got um, thirteen point one million views. Huh? 
It's insane. Ridiculous. It, it looks bland as they come. This show. Anyways, I, I think we're going to review it next week, aren't we? Because I yeah. just, I, I, I can't, I can't resist. It looks. Uh, it just looks like the fucking bill. You know, like, or just yeah, bland. Like, uh, there's just so, uh, so many, so many police dramas. It's just, yeah. um, it's all the rage, isn't it? Police dramas. People, yeah. people love them. It's like it's like on Netflix how there's an overabundance of um, crime drama, crime dramas. Yeah, like you know, like serial killers and all that. Oh, like documentaries. Pe- people about can't, them, yeah. can't get in, people can't get enough of them. So yeah, uh, Line of Duty. We're, we're going to review that next week. Uh, oh, bit of a dark story. Um, I'm sure everyone's heard about, but no Clark, famed Doctor Who psychic, and um, Boyhood has been. Um, has been accused of being a sexual predator, um, accused of groping, harassment, and bullying by twenty women. No I don't know if there's anything way. you want to. I don't think it's anything you want to say. And have you just heard about that? I didn't know. Oh, it was all, it was on it was on the BBC front page straight in there. You said boyhood. Oh, you mean know. is he from? He's from Kiddlehood and sorry, Kiddlehood. Sorry, I'm being, yeah. Being I know. Fake. I know who you're talking about. Fuck off! I can't believe that. Yeah. So he did have a show. I can't remember the name of it, but I think it had it. It had its season finale a week ago, and they cancelled it. Right, which I personally think is quite sad because there's so many people that that work on these shows, and for it to be cancelled because of one twat who happens to be the lead character is kind of mm-hmm. uh, it's a bit sad, isn't it? Well, I mean, that's the, the perception of it all, isn't it? To like the, to normal people, you know, that aren't like really trying to analyze things, you know, like the actor like has the show or the film on their shoulders, you know, like it's. Mm. And um, which it isn't. He he just happens to be playing a character. Yeah, it? I know. I know. And it's I, not I, his show, but people think that, don't they? I know exactly what you're getting at, and it fucking sucks, doesn't it? But like, I suppose people's counter argument would be, well, so someone must have known if they work with them. But it's like, well, maybe not. You know, like maybe not. Who's it's complicated, to, isn't it? Who's but I don't say? think. I don't think we should body a piece of art, even if it even if it might have been a bit crap. To you know, for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, so there's that. I don't think there's really much more to say on that. Um, yeah, there was something last week. I, th- I have a feeling we've talked about this, and it, it really made us laugh. Go on. Because um, we, we literally just missed it by a day. This is all. This was all in the you know the sphere of the Oscar buzz season. Um, yeah, so this is kind of old news. But <laughs> so so Citizen Kane was the was the highest ranked movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Uh, it, it had a perfect score, and I think it was. Um, I think by the way they do it, it was the number one film. There's a lot of the films that have 100%, but Citizen Kane had like way more reviews, yada, yada, yada. It was a perfect 100% down the board. Mm-hmm. Um, but since the Oscar buzz came out, because obviously Mank was nominated, uh, somebody had uncovered an old review from when the film came out. Right. And it is, uh, yeah, it's it's a negative review. Yeah. So Ron Tomatoes yeah. has plugged this in and now... I feel like we've talked about it. Guess what's the best film ever made according to Rotten Tomatoes? What What's the number one film? Is it really fucking dumb? Yes. All right, can I? It, can it, I just? It's 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 not it's not a bad film, but we have talked about it briefly before. Can I? Can you give me the decade? This decade, well, um, last decade technically, but yeah. The twenty tens. Yeah. Twelve Years a Slave. No. Um, it's dumber than that. <laughs> Come on, bro. And we have we we have talked about it on the show briefly. 
No, I'm like rocking back and forth trying to think. Okay. Uh, Paddington 2. Fuck off. It's now, now the best film, um, according to Rotten Tomatoes. What is the crack with that film? <laughs> I know. But anyways, so I looked on Twitter and expecting people to rip in the Paddington 2 and I was just like, yep, justified. Paddington is the best film ever made. I was like, yep, go Paddington. All the subreddits are, yep, done. Fair play. Down with Citizen Kane. It's <laughs> like, what is this film? And, need- and then a little articles came out why Paddington is the perfect children's film. And I'm like, I saw the first one in the cinema and it was just bang average. This but is, but this, this is amazing. This is the point I was making those months ago when we were talking about it. Like, <coughs> who got hold of the like? Who got who got put in charge to write Paddington Two? And then went like he probably like maybe maybe he was like acting like a bit of a dick in the office and he was like a fantastic writer, he or she who knows right maybe they were just acting like, you know, um proper bellends and like they go demoted to like right you're dealing with Paddington too fuck yeah you know like we're we're gonna do uh we're gonna co-write something with like Christopher Nolan or whatever and then like right well I'll fucking show all of yous then and then <laughs> just bash out this amazing Paddington two script. Yeah, but apparently it's generally amazing. I haven't heard one bad word about it or people saying it's overrated or anything like that. Yeah, so Padding 2 is now officially the best film of all time. Uh, cool. I, I, I thought it would be, I don't know, I thought like The Godfather would overtake it or something like that. <laughs> no, Paddington 2, very good. Uh, yeah, and, and that's it from the news. Um, do, do you have anything, David, you want to? Uh, no. No, no. Cool. I've got, I did all my research into... Um, police squad. Actually. Right, cool. I, I, I guess, I guess we'll get to that bit. Uh, have you got a, a song to fling in here? No, but I've got a good standby beep. Okay. Well, enjoy the standby beep. See in a bit. <laughs> well, and and we're back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that beep. <laughs> no new David. You're going to put in something that completely contradicts me. The the magic of editing as always. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. police squad. Yeah, well, I've known about it for quite a while. I got fortunate. My first year of uni, I didn't move into halls. I just lived with, like, um, somebody I went to sixth form with. And, like, you know, I skipped a few years before I went, actually went mm. to university. Um, and we used to just get blazed and watch, like, Airplane, uh, Nate Gun, Black Dynamite, uh, pretty much on repeat, because you just get so blazed, you used to forget them every time. And... Um, <laughs> He was like, oh, I've got this, uh, I've got Police Squad on DVD. And I was like, what the hell's Police Squad? And he's like, you've never heard of it. And uh, anyway, he brought this DVD out and he's like, there's six episodes of uh, this show, like, before the Naked Gun. Right. And I was like, what? And I thought, surely it'll be like, you know, not as good or anything like that. And I mean, I, I've watched these six episodes countless times countless times it is i fucking love it and it's just weird because um it was recommended to us to do just recently and it's just weird that i mentioned this to you just quite on. recently as well yeah, yeah 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 like for the first time in like so what i found out about the show eight years ago and um i just randomly like on a night i just went oh yeah have you seen have you heard of this and i remember you going oh right yeah like ready not to like it and we just put like a good compilation on youtube and you were fucking creasing <laughs> you found it really funny it really t- it really took me off guard 
Yeah, no, because it, it just um, does. I'll, I'll get into the reasons why, but I, I guess the point of this review, David, is that um, not many people will have even heard of this. No. And um, we, we do have a tendency when we do review a show that is quite obscure and isn't really in the public conscience, it, it doesn't really seem to do well. So I, I guess with the point of this review, David, obviously you know quite a lot about this. I guess we're going to try and try and promote this. If Got you to will. sell it, yeah. Got to sell it rather than yeah, rather than just review us. Well, the creators of this show are Jim Abrams, David Zucker, and Jerry Zucker. They're known. You must have heard of one of their films at least. I mean, it like depending on which one, but Airplane from 1980 that's the one that's like the big one the important mm. one but I'll get back to that there is um, the Naked Gun films which came from this TV show um, it's, it's a trilogy I mean massive in the 90s the Naked Gun put Leslie Nielsen on the map and it made him an A-list actor but the first film I saw was Scary Movie 3 yeah, of course. He's he's he's, he's, a, he's aged really well, hasn't he? He's one of them. Well, he's dead now, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. He's, but yeah, he did age really. He looked great. In well, I bet he just look good now, David, but yeah. Well, um, he's 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 funny. He's actually got a joke on his gravestone. Do you know that? Has he? Yeah. Ooh, what it's is a, it? Uh, letter rip. <laughs> like R.I.P. Because <laughs> 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 he used to fart in his interviews. <laughs> Um, or he had a fart machine, you know, just uh, just for the hell of it. Yeah, it's funny because if you look at him, um, obviously we've got a picture for this podcast. You can have a have a bit of a look at him. He doesn't come across as a funny person. Well, that's... maybe maybe that kind of adds to it. It's it reminds me of um, Liam Neeson's little cameo in um, in Ted Two, where he's uh, talking about the cereal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in detail. <laughs> it reminds me of that. It's that kind of shtick in a weird way. Well. It's funny that you mention that because that is why he works, you know. So basically, he was an actor. Um, he started acting in, I think, literally 1950, the beginning of the 50s, right? In right. his 20s. Um, and he was, you know, he was doing okay, getting like bits and bobs and roles in like TV. Um, I think his big one was, uh, one of his big roles while he was young was a movie called The Forbidden Planet. Like a sci-fi film from the fifties. Funny enough, I've seen a musical of that. Right. Well, he's the lead in that. Um, ah, okay. He's the like. I think he's the ship's captain. That was quite a big film back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously we don't know, but yeah, it was. It was big in the fifties. I remember yeah. it's a bit. Of a, it's a bit of a cult classic. I, I yeah. Think. Yeah. Uh, and um, he always wanted to play the lead in like a police drama. That was something he wanted to do. He thought he could play a lead. In a TV show, yeah. you know, when the movies weren't quite working out. He was never quite getting there, you know, um, as a lead. So he did lead a, um, a cop, you know, like detective TV show in the 60s. That was cancelled after his first season. Um, he did something for Disney. He's, he's done a lot anyway. But by the end of the uh, 60s and going into the 70s, he just became a really strong character actor and he was like, you know, really, really good at doing that. Um, and he was in a lot of uh, disaster films as well, such uh, most notably The Poseidon Adventure. 
Right. He is again the ship's captain in that, uh, or one of you know he's he's on the he's on the bridge anyway. He's one of them, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but um, anyway. Meanwhile, while all this is happening, Jim Abrams, David Zucker, and Jerry Zucker are writing the script for Airplane, and they wanted all these actors from serious disaster movies mm. to be. So, um, Airplane is based on a film called like Zero it's Hour. A, it's a pa- is it a parody of? Yeah, like, Zero uh, Hour, Zero Point. Disaster, right? And um, some of this information, by the way, is from a YouTube channel called Fact Fiend with Carl Smallwood. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but um, I just want to put that out there. That like, have, you have shown me him. Is he? Yeah, he's from Leeds, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. The little there's little bits, um, little gaps in where I didn't know certain things, and I knew that he knew. Um, anyway, um, yeah, they were casting for the film, so they wanted to get, um, some serious drama actors to, and they wanted the film to be as deadpan as possible, but it was, it's a scene, scene, like, sorry, shot to shot remake of this original film where a plane is going down, you know, right? um, and the pilot is ill and the, you know, anyway, um, so they bought the rights to the film and they, they, do you know how much they bought the rights to the original film for? It was like $2,000. Okay. Nothing. Like nobody cared about the film. Yeah. Like even the rights holders. So they got that and then now they didn't have to worry. And I think they tried some of the lines with comedians or like comedy actors, you know. Um, and it just wasn't working because a comedian or a comedy actor will try and play up the um right the dialogue you know they kind of try and make it funny but they don't need to make it funny it's already funny in itself that's the you know that's the point it's 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 interesting because this doesn't have a laugh track and i'm i'm trying to think of a show obviously it's it's commonplace now with most sitcoms i'll have a laugh laugh track Mm -hmm. but back then everything had a laugh track if it was a comedy just to kind of distinguish it that was always the thing so there's quite it's quite a ballsy tv show just to kind of just rely off the material yeah absolutely absolutely and you'd think it would have worked you'd think it would have it's ahead of its time dude it's decades ahead of its time it's like it's actually crazy and um so anyway, Air- Airplane was a big hit, and um, particularly Leslie Nielsen in that, you know. Um, he's, he's, like, he's, one, he's one of those actors that only he can do that role. Yeah. That shtick. Well, they made, the, the, the after the Naked Gun films, the people were making films solely to cast Leslie Nielsen in, <laughs> you know, like, just like, so if you didn't get Leslie Nielsen, your film was fucked because you couldn't, I, you couldn't I get feel, Steve Martin yeah. to do it. So. I feel like if this didn't come out, you wouldn't have films like Austin Powers. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. No, these, these three people that like wrote, directed and produced this are like really, really influential, you know? It's, then, it's all visual gags as well. There's mm-hmm. nothing really in... I can't think. There's actually, I don't think there's any dialogue jokes. Well, the, the, oh, they, they, well, yeah, there is a difference. They, they obviously use um, dialogue to set it up, but the joke is always a visual gag. Well, the the Godfathers of a parody. Actually, they're like really, um, 
Yeah. yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Well, you wouldn't get any of the scary movie films and the disaster no, films. Maybe some people would not want them there, but whatever. Um, I think one of them actually directed Scary Movie 4, one of the creators of this. Right. Um, okay. Anyway, um, they enjoyed working with Leslie Nielsen so much after Airplane that they wrote an actual show for him, like everybody does. Apparently, people just like working with him that much and he's that good on screen that they just write things for him to do <laughs> write whole movies for him there's no casting involved it's just like yeah we'll just yeah just get it's got in. a similar cult status to whose guy played ash in evil dead bruce campbell S- same same kind of cult status isn't it well you say that but he he was a megastar in the 90s he like oh really he would know he was he was huge Ma- like massive he, he was in mel brooks last film as well. As what was Dr- Mel Brooks' last film? It was um, something to do with vampires. <sighs> I can't remember what it is. Frankens- Frankenstein? No, no, no. It was after that. It was in the 90s. Uh, not the... Um, I can't remember the name. But it doesn't matter anyway. Um, the idea with... I don't know. I couldn't find any information about this in Police Squad. But it seemed to have the same formula. that When, when they were making Airplane, the idea was to have a joke a minute the whole right. the whole film and for it to be played straight as straight as possible well it's funny it's funny just to link this back to mel brooks um if anyone cares i used yeah i was in a production called like the producers obviously it was a stage version of mel brooks's producers yeah yeah of course but when we were um when we were rehearsing it um somebody brought up the idea that like in the script there's there's a joke a minute like that's become like a formula that mel brooks uses and a lot of the top tier scripts because if you have a joke as quick as possible, then if, let's say, like, uh, let's say you have five jokes in a certain amount, a small amount of time, mm-hmm. if four of them fail, you could have at least one that does it. Of course, like you, yeah. You, like, you, you, you're upping your odds of people laughing if mm-hmm. you have that much in it. Because funny enough, with Police Squad, there's so, there's so flipping many. Even some of them I just completely just didn't even see. Yeah, because it's just it's just throwing it. Yeah, but oh, like, yeah. it's whatever sticks, and that's what makes it. Rather than rely, oh, this this joke's going to take off and it flops. You know, they're not they don't back themselves into one joke. It's just right, just throw 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 it all. Yeah, no, they never really come back to the same joke, do they? It's just like no. it just moves on. Yeah. <laughs> it just moves on. Joke, move on, move on. If you didn't well, like I, that, if you didn't like that one, you like the next one. Don't worry well, about I, it. I guess we'll get into it because the. Um, well, the intro song. Oh, what, what were you going to say, David? Just um, the last thing about Leslie Nielsen and why it kind of worked. And like, you know, you were saying like, he's the only one who can do it. It's because he was, you know, a character actor for 30 years. Yeah. And um, that's, yeah, that's it. That's So it's 30 years of training that made him like that. And that's why you'll never really get anybody like that again, I don't think. Yeah. But uh, sorry, now carry on. Yeah, let's oh, go okay. into the intro. <coughs> so the intro song's famous, isn't it? What's it? What's it famous from? Because I remember it from Family Guy, which was uh, the Stewie uh, the intro. It's actually voted the best Family Guy episode, by the way. Right. Side note. Um, yeah, I know it from that, but I don't know what it was parodying. It's parodying. Uh, oh, that's an awful Parodying. Parodying. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Parroting. It was parroting. Okay. It's um. It's taken the 
reference from The Naked Gun. Right. Which then in turn so is from Police Squad. Yeah, so... So so the original was... This was the original of that song? Yep. As far as I'm aware, it might have been wow. used for something else, but it was that intro where it's the police... You know, the, the, the like, light on top of a police car. It's from um, that perspective, yeah. Yeah, it's from Police Squad originally, and then it becomes a... Par- it, like, it, it gets ridiculous in, like... The Naked Gun movies, like it's going up and down roller coasters and stuff, and it's in the space and shit. It's, men- it's, it's the same. It's the same kind of shot, though, isn't it? It's kind of attached to a vehicle or something. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, it's the exact same perspective, um, like camera positioning on, if not exact same, like very close. You know, they were attempting to make it, it yeah. the same. Um, and yeah, that's uh, but, just to jump into the first joke. Um, I watched a little bit of this because I just had a bit of time free before i watch the whole thing i know what you're gonna say i'll watch i'll I'll watch like a few i'll watch the intro you know whatever i've you know i've got some food in the oven and the shot is of um what's my clean feed name uh the shot is of uh, frank the main character uh, and he's he's in a police shootout you know nothing out of the ordinary and you're like introduced to frank and he's shooting whatever some yeah, he's, he's covering behind his car and he's shooting, shooting it towards the camera kind of thing. Yeah, and then and then it cuts to inside the office of his like partner and he's like on the phone or something. And then the whole the whole the whole, the whole room just gets shot up randomly. <laughs> the guy burns and like breaks into fire and everyone's panicking. It's just absolute chaos. Yeah, the same music. And then from that moment, it, that just that's completely caught me off guard. Yeah, I know. And and, and then you know when it says um, starring. Uh, Rex Hamilton as um, Abraham Lincoln. So I looked into nice. I looked into this. Bear in mind, he's the third top build cast, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's the third highest credit in every episode, and this is all he's ever done is um, the intro. He's Abraham Lincoln in the intro of every episode. It's the same <laughs> shot, like so. They, they don't change that, but they do change. Um, this is references, I guess, that we wouldn't get anymore, but, um, you know, like guest star and Lorne Green. So the idea was that they get um, a celebrity, you know, like another famous actor to come in and play a role, but they kill him off in the intro before the episode even right, goes on. Right, right, got you. Um, have, that, have that, like, cameo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the bit that I completely forgot about and it got me is when um you know the episode comes up and it's like uh it says on the screen a substantial gift <laughs> and then the narrator just goes like in tonight's episode the broken promise <laughs> like, <laughs> oh is that why it's all oh, right yeah. i was wondering why i had two titles no no so it's just it's just the narrator gets it wrong every episode <laughs> on purpose so you don't actually know what the name of the episode is. It's either the substan- a substantial gift or the broken promise. I don't know which one. So every episode is. Every episode yeah. does that, yeah. Um, everyone. Yes. So yeah, but when uh, when a bank, I'm guessing. Yes. And uh, and there's a bank teller and um, a secretary, female secretary, and uh, Sally guy, Decker is her name. Sally Decker, and uh, <laughs> a, a, a man walks up to, I guess you know do some adult stuff, you know, cashing some bonds or something. And then obviously she's going to kill them, but there's this whole convoluted sequence. I think she pulls out the gun from... Yeah, what the fuck's up with that? <laughs> it was done for the crack, She pulls it? out a gun from under her, um, under her desk and then yeah. puts a handbag on the, uh, yeah, on the counter to then... Pulls out another pull gun. Pull out another gun, but I thought maybe that was to hat. 
oh no it doesn't make any sense i don't no, fucking know <laughs> i think that's the joke yeah. <laughs> it was just stupid like why would you do that anyway she she shoots but she shoots the guy who's cashing a check or something and then he does a ridiculous face whatever but then he shoots the um, the bank teller and then he's obviously in pain you know oh, he's just been shot in the stomach but he, he does all of the work still. <laughs> he keeps working he goes he keeps working oh he's got sally Sally, Sally like, it's like it, not it, even like a why. It's just sort of a Sally. How could you do that? <laughs> it's like and then, that. And then he and he's still stamping checks and like filing stuff once once he's dying. I thought, yeah, cool. And then, but the bit that really got me because I, I didn't find this like kind of that funny. But it's it's when it's when Franken is uh, is a cop buddy are just standing outside and um, you know the, the the talk and usual police jargon, mm-hmm. and then. In the background, you see, you know, it's the the stretcher with the body, stretcher, stretcher with the body, and the body's body, massive. And, and then, and then the stretcher comes. I think, all right, our body's that cool. Usual background shot, but then it just keeps going, and it's just this long, long stretch. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> they do they do shit like that all the time. There's, um, and the 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 fucking, you know, when the they're trying to get a statement from Sally Decker as to what happened, and she's trying to mm. say that, um. You know, there was a shootout between those two that she killed. And um, <laughs> all the names are, like, uh, filled in and um, fucking, like, uh, Mr. Twice and stuff. And it's like, so right. so Twice shot oh, once so, so, and all, and it just goes on forever and ever. And more names keep getting introduced and it's like... It, it, remi- it reminds me of a Bojack skit. Oh, my God, seen, yeah. It's very seen, much... Seen, like that. They do every season, like it's like a play on words. Yeah, and they just two characters get completely muddled up because like three things sound the same. Yeah, they totally do, and and really the plot is not important after that because it already shows you that Sally Deck is the guilty one, so you know that, that <laughs> yeah, like no mystery. Yeah, there's no mystery. So the the whole point is like, how are they going to find out? And it's like, um, just fucking ridiculous things so they're like I, one of my favourite bits of the episode is when um, Frank and the other police guy played by Alan North who I think is sick in this as well I think he's an unsung hero in it you know his partner mm. I think he's yeah, deadpan yeah. as fuck as well um, but when they're at like you know in the police office and he, it looks like he goes to press um on a teleprompter you know like on a, on a mm. phone he's like it, like so he leans down he, he looks like he's down. pressing a button and he's like find me the case on blah 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 blah." and he looks down and he's just, just looking at a little person being a police officer and he's like right away <laughs> so, fucking, so funny so funny and it's innocent like nobody gets yeah, harmed the, by the, that it's just like totally the, there's not there's nothing offensive in this no it's at ve- all. it's very yeah. innocent humor like there's no swear words there's there's no need they don't use swearing or like dirty jokes as like a crutch it's just it's a it's a silliness yeah it's brilliant i mean like it just every little bit when i think like oh frank you, um you know like if you, if you're true then sally's already killed before you better watch your step and he's like no I, problem i knew i knew what was gonna happen straight away really I, I, just... I feel i feel like he, i feel like he, he was about to look at the camera like oh you know what's gonna happen here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> down the stairs <laughs> no he gets he gets like lifted up by like a fucking bear trap doesn't he like he gets swings up <laughs> i like how everyone's it's so deadpan that nobody even there's there's no straight man in this which is because you usually have the straight man to kind of bounce off, like you, you put yourself in that shoe, but there isn't. Everyone is absolutely nuts, yeah. and there isn't. Nobody even acknowledges something strange is happening. 
Yeah, like when they go to Little Italy and it's fucking Italy, it's Italy. in the background. Yeah. yeah, it must be Italy and the Colosseum's in the background. I mean, even God, the line he says in there, like when he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Twice," but you know, like she's like, "Oh, couldn't you have, like? Do you really have to be here now?" And he's like, "Well, we would have came earlier, but your husband wasn't dead." <laughs> <laughs> But it, like it says it with such sincerity, it's like it's so like, oh, it's just the delivery is unbelievable. I don't know how. I think I'd have struggled to be on set if I had the boom, for example. Yeah. Um, I I, I don't know how I would have got through it, <laughs> to be honest. Um, do you have a favorite moment of the episode? Because I know mine, hands down. Well, like I said before, the, the best jokes in this, and I think the the majority of them are, um, are, are just the visual gags or like p- playing with the camera. Yep. To, to give a different perspective, and it's the shootout bit. Oh, so, when they're right next to each other. So yeah. they're, they're having a big shootout. The bit before is funny, where it's just like um, where he takes off her wig. You know, in a cliche. That's my cop, favorite bit when. Um, in, in a cliche cop fashion, it's just like, well, actually, you're from. You're from Venezuela, or a robber from there, and and then I thought, all right, wh- wh- whatever. And he used to sing backup for Aretha Franklin, and then like, and, yeah. And it's, so he said, yeah, he used to sing backup for Aretha, but then two years before that, he used to backup for Aretha Franklin, rips off, and she's going Afro, and it just keeps going of all these things. It's like her whole past is in her in her wigs. I know. It's like, it makes no but fucking sense. My favorite. It's funny. My favorite bit of the episode is when she throws a wig at his face. Yeah, and yeah. it goes ah, like it's like 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 she's threw like a fucking bear at him or something like just or like an alien. It's like his reaction to it is fucking so funny. Yeah, I I I, I can't like I watched it over and over again. <laughs> it made me laugh so much. It's just it's just the shootout bit because there's a bit where like she she gets away, looks like she's hiding, covered, and they both shoot at each other, but the. They were only like a foot, a yeah, foot yeah, away she, from each other. He's behind, hiding behind a park bench and she's hiding behind a bin 30 centimetres away and they're just constantly like just li- constantly looking over and shooting at each other. Um, <laughs> but there, there is some great lines in it as well when, when she eventually gets caught at the end and um, the partner says, uh, Sergeant, take it away and, take her away and book her. And mm-hmm. Frank comes out and shakes her hands like, Sergeant, take her away. Sergeant Booker. <laughs> I mean, and it even like, it just doesn't fucking stop. It's like, how did you but know? It, it, and he's like, doesn't... just a little hunchback at the office. And he goes, ah, I've got that hunchback with me now. But then even then they don't take the pistol. They just go, ah, good no. work. You know, like just. Do you know what's interesting about the, the, the joke delivery? It isn't constant. There's there's some little breaks, so you can't predict when there's going to be a string of jokes. Like I think there was three jokes in that one bit that just rattled, rattled them off yeah. in that little se- sequence. And then and then we've forgotten about the dentist bit as well. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I, I love that crack. It's, it, it's similar to um, Kenny in South Park, where like you, you clearly can't understand him, but everyone else understands him completely. Yeah. Did you spot some? Did you spot a famous person, a famous no. young person in that uh, waiting room at the dentist? No. Because there's one there. Who? <laughs> David Schwimmer. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's one of the he's one of the kids in the waiting room. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that mental? <laughs> yeah. Good. Like, yeah. What the fuck? And like, I didn't spot it actually. I was looking up like trivia for the episode, and then I went back to watch it, and I was like, oh my god. That's David Trummer. That's crazy. Um, 
Yeah. But um, it's, I mean, where, like, where do you even begin? It's all, like, really, this is one of those ones, like, it's not even a review, isn't it? Like, I fucking love this. It's like, it's a showcase of anything. I would try, like, how can I sell it to people? It's like the, it's the most innocent humor that you could show a child and you could also show like an, an old person, like all the, all the spectrum, all the way. There's just nothing wrong with it. And the type of humor I think is not necessarily timeless, but I would say for like centuries to come, maybe, you know, it's very, it's very ahead of its time because so much, even modern comedy is based off that. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if you did know this, but uh, sorry i was just reaching for something <laughs> um i don't know if you knew this but uh so six episodes got made right after episode four aired the show was cancelled mm-hmm. um I, i'm assuming the ratings were pretty bad they were going down with every episode as well yeah and um the problem there's a couple of problems it was really too funny for audiences back then. A TV audience as well. This is not in the cinema. Yeah. When you've got no distractions. So it has a bit of a Back to the Future problem when Marty McFly plays Johnny B. Good. Yeah, well, you you have to... Audiences could do it now, you know, which is ironic because now we have, like, fucking so many other distractions, like, to mm. have in the living room. But we actually... I think generally, you know... We do have the patience now for more for TV shows, like yeah, going through the roof, really. And um, but back then, apparently, I mean, because this is from the horse's mouth as well. This is from Leslie Nielsen. I heard this in an interview that um, this, he said the reason it failed is that you had to watch it. Right. I, I'm I'm assuming the culture back then was more just put it on in the background while making tea or something. Well, yeah, your TV was fucking tiny as well, you know, and yeah. like it's just. Probably wasn't good quality, you know, not good sound either. It's just a, yeah. Because a lot of TV work. back then was just really dumb, run-of-the-mill, like a cop show, wouldn't it be? It just mm-hmm. bought bland story, but you enjoy a bit of action and solving the case. Yeah, and it... Monster it, of the Week. Well, it built its audience. It built its audience um, years later with uh, video rental. That's where right. that's where it got its audience, but that was, I mean, it came out in nineteen eighty two, so it's four. It's well, like nearly forty years old. Well, funny, and, f- funnily enough, um, Blues Brothers came out in nineteen eighty, and that did terrible at the time. Maybe uh-huh. that type of humor just wasn't. Well, in. Airplane was a success, though, and that maybe, came out maybe, in nineteen eighty as well. Oh, I don't know then. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how these things happen. Do you think there's a do you think, for instance, the Big Bang Theory is just the funniest thing, but we just can't see it yet? And then in 30 years' time, people are like, wow, people were just so dumb not to realise it's genius. <laughs> I really doubt it, somehow. <laughs> I really doubt it. I um, I do not... It's not that I don't get the Big Bang Theory. I don't, it's just, I don't get, oh, I get how it. I don't get how big it is. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, we do live in an age where everybody thinks they're a nerd, you know, even though they're well, not. Well, nerd culture isn't really, is popular, so it's kind of the norm now. I know, yeah, but like... Do you, do you think there was a time where you, you were kind of, you, you were bullied for liking Star Wars in the 90s, before mm-hmm. the Phantom Menace came out? 
just to go back to Star Wars. Yeah. And now it's just normal. You, you actually call it normie for like in Star Wars now. So yeah, it's just how things change, really. I know. Yeah, yeah, totally. But it, I, th- I think it will all implode <laughs> in on itself soon. The oh, nerd, I, I, the nerd I'm, culture. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for it. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm sick of superhero films. I just cannot be chewed of it anymore. I'm no, that it's 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 actually I think lowered the standard for uh, cinema. Back to what I was saying about Star Wars, you know. It's it's what it's what Martin Scorsese said, wasn't it? And people had a massive go at him for us. Yeah, well, it's it's because people like if you get used to things being so bad for so long, all of a sudden you watch uh, Doctor Strange and go, "Oh, that was alright." Sorry. <laughs> no, it fucking wasn't. All right, like it's just you know. It's got... Well, I mean, you know, but Black Panther was nominated for Best Picture. That's kind of the standard we're at now, isn't it? Well, I think the Academy fucked up there, obviously, but that was because of last year where they didn't nominate anybody black for anything. Right, you know? so they had to make up for it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's even more insulting, you know? <laughs> like... It would be, wouldn't it, if you just got an award just because of your colour of your skin? Yeah. 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 Well, you can argue every single white person has only got that award because of the colour of the skin as well, so... Fair enough. So, yeah, it's, yeah, that could be it. It's um, just the way, the sign of the, um, you know, sign of the times, but it's... But then again, you know, nobody cares about the Oscars any, anyways, so... Anymore. Yeah. Any, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think I think that's a good thing. It, I think it should go like the Grammys, like I've said many times. Yeah, I know. No, I I I agree. I do I do like the. Um, it's just exciting, I, I, isn't it? It's I, just I like weird. This, I like seeing... the spectacle of it. Yeah, know? I was gonna. Yeah, of course. You know, and <laughs> this is a sounding old, isn't it? But like, it was better in the nineties when like Matt Stone and Trey Parker turned up in dresses on acid and stuff. Acid. You know, rock and roll that. Like. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Um, don't get that anymore. <laughs> they've they, they've worked with these, you know, uh, Jimmy oh, Owens, really? David Zucker, and Jerry Zucker. Yeah, they did um, uh, basketball together. Right. Okay. Yeah. I can kind of see that now. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, that kind of. Um, I'll give you another. I didn't even go through my list. Uh, True Lies <coughs> with Val right. Kimmer. Mm. That's fucking amazing. Um, Hot Shots, which is a parody of Top Gun, which I haven't seen for a long time. So, so they got Charlie the, Sheen in the, it. They just birthed the the parody genre, didn't they? If they didn't birth it, they are responsible it. for its popularity. You can't deny that. You scary know? movie is just airplane, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, and the best, the best. To be fair, I haven't seen Scary Movie four, but my favorite Scary Movie film, if I had to pick one, would, would like one? if the third one, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and he's absolutely bantering that. Yeah, he is. He's great. He actually does a he does a great George Bush. He was asked in an interview once. He's like, "What's the difference between you and the president?" Like at the time, and he just farted and he went, "Not that much, really." <laughs> and just, like burst out laughing. And I thought, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Um, and just ah uh, right. There's there's no excuse, right? It's on fucking YouTube. This whole thing. No excuse, yeah. You've got to watch it. Yeah, you just have to watch it. And Would you recommend it, David? <laughs> Mad, like, of course, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely would. And it, you know what? If if 
if you like it and you haven't seen any of these films, you're in for a fucking treat because you've got mm. six episodes of this to watch. Airplane, the Naked Gun trilogy, all those other films I just mentioned a minute ago. Like, they're all sick. They're all so funny and so unoffensive, you know? I mean, um, Airplane has something in it that, like, is... It would be racist if in in any other person's hands but they somehow just pull it off where there's there's two um there's two african americans on the plane that speak to each other in jive and they got um and right. they've got like <laughs> i can't i can't do it i'm sorry i can't just do it just look up the jive scene in airplane it's absolutely <laughs> it's just done perfect perfect so good so good yeah i i, I um I would totally, totally recommend this. Leslie Nielsen is one of the comedy greats and he didn't even, not necessarily try, but he he does it in a different way than anybody else and that alone is, you know, worth watching it for. Watch his, what, what, watch his what brilliance. Do you, have you got anything more to say on it before we figure out the IMDb rating? Uh, no. Okay. What do you think the rating is? Um... I don't think many people will have voted for it because it is quite niche. So it's got to be like eight and a half, something like that. Hmm. Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Then again, if it's niche, God, you might be right. I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for eight eight point one. Okay. Okay. So let's have a let's have a look. Uh, eight point four. Ooh, close. And what do you think the first episode is? Mm. I've I've just seen it by accident, but yeah. The same, 8.4. I think, if I remember right, it's probably one of the best episodes of the lot as well. It's actually the highest rated at 8.3. There you go. I told you, told you I've seen it loads of times. No. um, Well, that being said, there's no need to watch the other ones if we watch the best one. No, they're all still good. Don't get that. Um, don't get that impression. It's they're all fantastic. The the must all be in the eights, surely. Every episode. Yeah, yeah, they are actually. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, it's great. They only only had six episodes, and it's. I think. They they they've all said it as well. If it came like literally, they've said it. if it came out twenty years later, it would have been a hit. Yeah, it was two thousand two would have it would have been, and they could have done it. He was still down to do stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah, because because back then it was parodies were all the rage. Yeah. Austin Powers, Scary Movie had all the the crap of the disaster films and mm-hmm. things, didn't you? But because but because it was cancelled, we did get the Naked Gun trilogy, and they they reused the plots that they'd wrote for the show, like the the of episodes right. that they didn't do, you know. Yeah. And some of the best jokes from the TV show they did use in the films, but not not many. You know, like there's still hmm. pl- there's still plenty of reason to go back and watch Police Squad. You know, um, uh, I fucking love it. Yeah, who recommended it? it was Bachelor when I yeah, thank you <laughs> for recommending it. But yeah, but it's it's weird though. He's he's done that before because we were talking about doing Batwoman and then he jumped in. But I, I do think he, I do, I do think he actually heard us saying that we should do um, Batwoman. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. then that was it. But obviously, this is a bit, a bit of a coincidence. 
And uh, yeah, so th- thank you, Bacho, for we we were going to do this anyways, and then Bacho mentioned this. This is really strange. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Awesome. Like, should we should we end it there, David? Or? Yeah, man. Short and sweet. Cool. Uh, so yeah, just like... <laughs> short and sweet's nearly an hour still, but yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, we don't have short episodes anymore. God, that God, is, is that the cat thing in you in the background? Oh yeah, right. I've got this um, cats. You know those lucky cats you buy in like a market. Um, they come from China, mm. and um, you put a battery in them, and the arm waves. So I've got it's just my luck, isn't it? They're supposed to bring good luck. It just happens that it mine is, it, is, it never brings luck. My, my, mine has a squeaky arm. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you hear it? Hold on. There you go. <laughs> well, I think I've been hearing it throughout the, the whole episode. So oh. cool. Um, yeah, good luck with uh, with uh, Chinese cats. And uh, yeah, I, I guess we'll see you next time. Like I say, every single week, we love to hear from you. And you can comment on our Instagram or send us an email at don't in the pilot at gmail.com or on Twitter. And we still haven't bothered with Facebook once again. And I don't think we ever will at this point. No. And uh, if you want to send us a voice message, um, pop over to our anchor, anchor page. Don't blame the pilot. Pilot anchor, obviously, it's the name of the flipping show. And send us a voice message. We got a lovely one last week, and we would love to hear yeah. your and thank voice. Yeah, thanks for actually recommending stuff to us. I've had some good chats with people with, for some mm. shows. And uh, like I said, we're still in the experimenting phase at the minute, but we will get round to them all this year, I promise. So. We will. We, we do have a bit of a pipeline now. And yeah, honestly, any show you want to recommend, if you want to have a comment telling us how terrible we are we literally read everything out so yeah thanks for listening once again and we'll see you next week for some shenanigans and some reviews all that jazz cool see you then yeah take it easy have a good week bye see ya bye bye you're gonna end with that song if I can get the rights you can spot that ooh how long is that? Still good though, isn't it? That's why I made the new segment long. <laughs> <laughs>